Hello, welcome back to another episode of Link's Bogs. I have the pleasure of being with my cybersecurity professionals this morning. Say hi, everybody. Hello. Hi. There they are. So this morning, we are actually preparing and we're getting ready for a big competition. We'll talk about that here in just a little bit. But uh, I've had the pleasure, again, to really know uh, these guys and gals, and, 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 and they have taught me a lot in this course. Um, and uh, I hope they have learned something new in this course. Uh, but they really helped me shape this course for the future as well. Tell me things that works well. Hey, Mr. Lang, I think we should do this instead of that. And, and for that, I appreciate it because we're all in this together uh, to help uh, uh, you guys as well as future generations of cybersecurity professionals. So I appreciate that. So first of all, I want to kind of maybe talk about our competitions. Let's go back to Cyber Patriot. So let's rewind a little bit back to the beginning of the year when we uh, uh, started competing and preparing for Cyber Patriot. Tell me, you guys, a little bit about how you felt about preparing, doing the competitions, and the good, the bad, the ugly, and everything in between. Go ahead. Who wants to tell us? Well, I would say it was definitely a very interesting thing to uh, you know, get into, especially the fact that uh, the, the practice was one thing, and then you actually got to the competition, and it was like a whole different set of problem, problems. It's like, whoa, I got to do even more searching, even more researching on this i got to research this for the next competition um so that was definitely something that was a bit of a uh shocker per se um and uh but i like what you said there cam you said hey you know we we're preparing when you get to the competitions you never know what you're going to get and that's with any competition you guys i mean when you go on to the hard court and you start playing if you start if you're in cross country or track or volleyball you never know, all right? And so until you get to that match, that's why they play the game, right? So you got to it and you said, holy cow, this is an eye-opening experience. I need to research and solve more problems. Solving problems is pretty cool though, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Talk yeah. to me a little bit about yeah. solving problems, you guys. In uh, Cyber Patriot. Well, so Thanks, El. With Cyber Patriot, you have to do a lot of research because it's you in the first competition it was like pretty easy because most of the things that you were solving in the actual competition are what you did from your like practice rounds they added a little bit more like stuff you had to research but other than that it was pretty generic but as you kept going like farther into the competition like the second competition and the third competition it got progressively harder which meant you had to keep researching more and then you had to create like a detailed log of everything you tried and if you couldn't figure out something then you would have to like put it into your log and then research it when the competition was done to try and actually understand it because that could be in the next competition and you got less and less points for the generic things like the users and things like that you didn't get as many points as you did in the original competition than you did farther on. So if I'm following you right, like you said, the, the first competition that we had, uh, you know, you got more points for going in and making sure that you had users that needed to be on your network and taking out users that didn't be, making sure they had strong passwords, making sure that those passwords met like complexity uh, 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 criteria and stuff like yeah. that. So you got quite a few points for that. But then the second round, you got less points for that and probably more points for things 
again, that you really didn't know how to get points for. And then when you did get points for it, you probably got a few more points yeah. for and those. It, and it wasn't even like you could practice the new things you were learning because even in the new practices you got in like the new images, obviously you could practice them, but you wouldn't get any points. So you wouldn't even know if you were doing it right because the practices were the same for each round. Right. So you had to research outside of any of the Cyber Patriot stuff. Just research on the internet by yourself or like for whatever you have free time just to try and actually figure out like what was going on. So, and, and I love you say that because uh, one of our mentors, Alberto Garcia, who helped us out, uh, you know, and, and I'm looking to build and build and build you guys with this, uh, is to talk about an action plan. So an action plan is just that, okay, we just had a competition out in the real world. If they have a cyber attack, they debrief a lot and they come up with action plans, things that we did well, things that we didn't do well, and things we had no idea what we were doing. We need to figure that stuff out for the next attack that happens, all right? And so that's what a lot of cybersecurity professionals do. I mean, when the hopefully when you look across your board and you're not getting attacked and your network is running smooth, you're just not sitting there resting on your morals. You're researching those action plans. Hey, how can I make sure my system doesn't get infiltrated in the future? So you guys all have those action plans. Uh, and so next year, I'm hoping that you will all be a part of Cyber Patriot 14. You'll be able to take those action plans, throw a little twist with our engineering notebooks that we started creating as professionals, and build on those for next year. And then when you guys become seniors, build on it for that year. And hopefully you guys will continue to increase and find our way on a paid trip to Maryland for a competition against people from uh, you know the top teams in the country. So let me ask you guys this. Uh, do you, did you have, did you think Cyber Patriot was worth your time? Yes. Definitely. L said yes. Yeah. Keegan said yes. I'm getting a lot of heads nodding. Ben and Adrian and, and Cam and Caden and, and Cars. Everybody's kind of nodding their heads yes. Uh, because, again, I think competition is where, you, again, you see how you rank against other people that are studying this as well. So awesome. Uh, so, um, and then we came back to kind of class where we started going through some content in regards to intro to cybersecurity, right? Yeah. Kind of boring though, wasn't it? Yes, yeah, definitely. I mean, we learned, <laughs> oh, definitely. Uh, we learned a few things which are good. Uh, definitely passwords. Yeah. I think we have all grown in regards to our passwords. Let's Just talk about pass. how we Just grew with passwords. How did we grow, Elle? Um, well, uh, when I was, I think before this class, I was using the same exact password for every single one of my usernames and passwords. Okay, I'm gonna pause Elle right there. I guarantee Elle was not the only one because I know I was that person as well. Who else out there was using the same password for every single account? All right, and just to let you guys know, I know this is a podcast, everybody raised their hand. All right, so continue on, poor favor. So uh, but when we started learning more about passwords and um, en encryptions and everything, we started talking about uh, an application called KeePass. And using KeePass, you were able to create like a completely random password that you have, would never even remember ever in your life. 
and it, cr it like auto generates it. You just basically put in your like whatever your username would be, and it auto gen generates a password, and then it saves it on your computer. So then all you would do when you needed to have a password was go into your KeyPass, click on the password, and it would copy it to your clipboard for like 12 seconds, and then it would erase it itself from your clipboard so that it couldn't just be found again if somebody got your computer. All right, so just to kind of recap, that was well done. For your new accounts, you guys, I know this may sound weird to people listening. Cameron, do you know what any of your passwords are now to your accounts? Um, I do know one. I know one, but the rest of them are pretty much random. Okay, so you really don't know those passwords, right? Brady's shaking his head. You guys don't know what those passwords are, right? And that may sound weird to people listening. I have no idea what my password is to get into my bank account, my retirement account, all my different, my PayPal, my Amazon. I have no clue what it is. And you may think that that's weird. No, that's a great thing. Because as Elle said, this generator generates one for you. You can look at the password if you wanted to. But for the most part, I double click it. It stays on the clipboard for like 10 to 12 seconds. Gives you enough time to paste that into your different uh, uh, sites that you may be trying to log into. And then it's off the clipboard, which is important. You leave your computer on, go out to use the restroom, you got some creepy guy coming in here and finding out your passwords and stuff like that. Uh, so, um, uh, again, uh, it, it's important to not know your passwords. And it's also very secure because you have to even get in to see any of the other passwords, you have to know your master password. So you can't even open up the application to see your other passwords unless you have the big password to get inside. And that's the one password that Cameron knows. He well, knows the, that too. <laughs> so now that makes that two passwords. Gotcha. So again, uh, he had one password to get in. Now, as Elle said, that's stored on her computer. Brady, because you are such a professional, you know that that hard drive could go crashing, right? Brady, yeah. what do you do with your KeyPass file? I back it up. He backs it up. Love it. Yeah. Big game tonight. Uh, he backs it up, and I do as well. And I back mine up to a couple places. All right? And we talk about, again, cybersecurity really stresses the CIA. Confidentiality, integrity, and availability. So if my laptop gets stolen... I have it backed up on my flash drive, all right, for my files. Never back up your key pass on the what? The cloud. Never put it up on the cloud. Yep, you don't want because people can crack that stuff. All right, have it local. Awesome. So we learned a little bit about passwords. So, okay, our introduction to cybersecurity. But then we got into the Net Academy content, all right, for Cyber Patriot. And we started learning how to secure actual Cisco switches. And I went back and I read a little bit more because if you recall, this is kind of starting your road to maybe your CCNA, which is a certificate that is really sought after in the IT world. Cisco Certified Network Associate. All right, lets them know that you can work with routers and switches, which we have in our classroom, both physically as well as virtually through Packet Tracer. So we started going through that. Talk to me a little bit, you guys. Did that start sparking up a little bit more interest when we started working through some of those labs? What do you think? Brady, you're shaking your head. What um, do you think, I'd Brady? I'd say yeah, for sure. 
Um, I just like like kind of that managing thing. Like you have whole power. Like you can block basically block people from entering. Like allowing certain people that I guess rights or that privilege to go doing this and that stuff. All right, so our networks are filled with a lot of switches. We went and did a little tour of our network here at Gull Lake High School. We saw a switch. They're always going to be in small businesses and everything. Uh, and so, as Brady said, you, we went in there and actually worked on securing them and stuff, which was cool. Cameron, you want to add something? Uh, yeah, I have actually um, taken stuff away from like the packet tracer and securing uh you know, your switches and routers and stuff like that, I've taken some of that stuff and applied it to our own internet router because um, knowing my parents, they had no clue how to secure it. <laughs> um, so I went in and edited some of those security settings and, uh, oh, what is it with the IP addresses of the... To make them static? Yes. I made the IP addresses of a lot of the house devices static. So Very know good. which devices are what and what's causing issues where and so that's one thing that i talk about and ben i'm going to get to you in a second i talk about with my cssc students the class that uh is before this class is hey you may not want to go into cybersecurity as a prof as as a career but i guarantee it you guys are gonna when you guys start building your houses or move into a house you guys are gonna have a house of the future where so many things are connected iot the internet of things you guys are going to have so many things, and you want to make sure that those are secure. Don't just trust the manufacturers. You need to make sure you go into each device. What is the IP address? Make a note of that. What is what, And what is the default password? And make sure you're changing that with using your key pass that we have learned about. Ben, you wanted to add something, but Yeah, I think it was really cool with like how much we learned doing the like Cisco NetCabin stuff. Like We learned about like how to configure like the switches so like we learned how to make passwords and all that stuff so I thought that was really cool and like what Cameron was saying like with the IP addresses how to make it static like even I didn't know like we can like make it like static before and like just apply it to your network at home awesome my awesome don't know anything about it yeah, so, yeah right and and that's part of if you look at the word cyber patriot what does it mean to be a patriot you fight for it to, to fight for it believe in it right and and it teach others so we need to go to grandma and grandpa we need to go to aunts and uncles we need to make sure hey ask them questions about their network and do they really know because hey you have to be a patriot and the best way to do this is to use it and learn it and look at your own home network and look into that i've learned a lot from this stuff as well and i know it's only the beginning and i know we kind of didn't get into cisco networking until later in the class uh, but I think we really found a niche and you guys told me, hey, yeah, start with that, Mr. Lang. Get going right into that. We could get further into that. And I know a lot of you guys are looking forward to taking cybersecurity again. I know some of you have a busy schedules and I respect that. But uh, and then to pick right back up into Cisco Networking Academy, uh, we're, hopefully we're going to look a little bit more, do a couple more things in Chapter 3. But I was looking ahead at some of the other chapters about IP addressing and subnet masking, really how to configure things. And I think that's going to help us in Cyber Patriot as well. All right. So because this is the Cyber Patriot content. All right. So uh, anyways, you guys are going to continue uh, learning that. They'll be independent. Uh, doing those things and continuing with your engineering notebook. Uh, so talk to me a little bit maybe about your guys' e-portfolio. I know doing it, you're probably thinking, oh my gosh, this is daunting a little bit. But in the future, 
Do you think your portfolio will be valuable to you someday? I do yeah. think so. Um, mine is not set up very well at all. I actually have to go in and probably rearrange some things a little bit and actually take time to fix it. But I do think that is definitely the future um, resume. It's yeah. an e-portfolio, which I completely agree with because I have no clue how to write resumes. <laughs> and in a way, yes, a resume is a short, you know, you really don't have paragraphs in a resume, right? You put down, uh, I'm looking forward to you guys putting Cisco, you know, Cisco Packet Tracer on your resume. You start throwing Packet Tracer on there. Then in your portfolio, that's where you get to boast about it and brag about it, right? Show some of the skills that you have in Cisco Packet Tracer and stuff like that. Uh, but again, this is what you guys, I'm hoping, will continue on. For some of you, maybe going into the world of work. Check out my portfolio. For those of you going to college, maybe a great way to get in as well as get some of those prereq classes out of the way. Hey, look it, I've already taken this. This is what I can do. Can I get credit for this on, on you know, this? Because showing, you can tell people, but you guys got some great videos that you guys have made and stuff like that. Patricia, what do you think about your portfolio? I had to clear a lot of stuff out from uh, last year because over the summer I hadn't done much with it. Gotcha. But, uh, since uh, since this trimester, I think I've really been taking it a little bit more seriously. Um, I've been making sure that it looks uh, that it looks nice. I took down the Detroit Lions picture I had on the page <laughs> and did uh, my school picture to make it a little bit more professional. And then um, I'm just making sure that uh, my uh, yeah that my resume is up to date and everything too because I've been taking uh, uh, a lot of classes this year and like uh, the extra stuff I'm doing outside of class too to make sure that I have that added and uh, especially with uh, knowing that college will be coming up soon it's, uh, it's good to know that I have a place where I've recorded everything that I've um, I've recorded everything that I've been able to uh, learn so uh, maybe if I do forget uh, something that I can just say, hey, here's my e-portfolio, and they can look through it, and uh, whatever I might have missed, they can see. And even the stuff that I did tell them, they can see that, you know, I've done a video about it, I've, done, I've shown pictures of me working through it, and uh, I've explained it, and uh, so, yeah. I have, uh, awesome. Yeah. And, and so I like what you said, you've evolved. You've matured a little bit, so that e-portfolio that you started last year, with uh, some of the images that look cool last year, but you realize, you know what? This is my portfolio, all right? Uh, uh, my friends aren't really gonna be looking at this, you know? Who is? Human resources of some company might. Maybe the military, trying to get in the military, they might. Colleges, universities will be. So I bet you even as you guys become juniors and seniors, that portfolio is even become looking more professional and stuff like that, updating things on it as well because I update mine all the time. I try to spend at least a half an hour to 40 minutes a day on my portfolio updating it. All right. And because it, it's a it's a living document, right? It's going to continue to evolve. So uh, um, awesome. Well, you guys, uh, I'm looking forward to because some of you guys are then even going to think about taking certification tests, right? All right. We've had some great guest speakers this year. Uh, and uh, I think uh, uh, some of us have decided maybe a, a career path, possibly. I know Brady's thinking about being a cyber warfare operator for our National Guard, uh, and uh, others are, are, are really doing really well. So certifications, I, uh, what do you guys think about going into those? Looking forward to it? Well, it gets, yeah, it gets out of the way, like a lot of the, um, a lot of the yeah, certifications that we would have to 
do after college. I mean, after after high school, school, yeah. College. And you're going to get it paid for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. And you're working with a great team of others, too, you know. So, like I say, this is a great group right here, you guys. Stick together. All right? Work through those certifications and stuff like that. So. And I feel like we're going to learn a lot with it, too. Because, like, with, with it, you obviously have to use some of your previous knowledge. But it's, I think it's going to teach us a lot more than we already know. Yep. And, like, really help us also with, like, in our independent skills and, like, being able to complete things when we don't have a teacher right next to us saying, all of this is due tomorrow, get it done. Yeah. It's like, this is due by the end of the week. Complete it on your own time schedule, but it needs to be done. And if you get stuck, research. I still get students getting stuck on different things in different classes. I Google it two seconds. There's... There's a plethora of information on these subjects. So you're gonna right, you're gonna be independent. You're gonna be learning a lot. So I'm I'm looking forward to that with you guys. So and I'm looking forward to stay tuned. We're gonna have a podcast with Adrian. Say hi, Adrian. Adrian is one of our C6 students, our computer science independent certification students. He's working on preparing for his PC Pro uh, certification test coming up shortly. And uh, so I'm going to do a podcast with uh, Adrian as well. So take a listen to that. So, hey, you guys, you guys getting ready to let's go and, and compete for the Ferris State Capture the Flag. All right. Get all of our notes going. Get ready for that. And uh, let's go have some fun and then eat some good pizzas uh, when we're done with that. And uh, so... Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. All right. Great class we have here.